0: If you're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album, from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums, is here before you die.
1: fix the poor stay poor the rich get rich that's how it all right goes. for this
0: episode we'll be talking about leonard cohen i'm your man in the room yeah, i have and i'm no. your man and rob i'm your jazz police stick up on, right, on the goes. line i have ben and they're talking to my niece yeah, and man, kyle
1: Everybody
0: knows. <laughs> I'm Your Man is the eighth studio album by the Canadian singer songwriter Leonard Cohen, released on February 2nd, 1988, on Columbia Records. The producer was Leonard Cohen with Jean Michel Roussard on Take This Waltz and Michael Rubox on Everybody Knows. <laughs> uh, the genre is soft rock and contemporary folk. I'm going to read from the book, Rob Morton. As any fan can tell you, Leonard Cohen is one of the most gifted lyricists in the world of modern music. Hailing from Montreal, Cohen was an acclaimed poet and novelist long before he started recording his songs professionally in his mid-30s. In fact, his immortal Suzanne is just as likely to be found in poetry classrooms as it is in record shops. I'm Your Man is one of the highlights in his remarkably long career. The album features more modern instrumentation than his usual sparse efforts, including synths and drum machines. For the most part, this approach successfully propels his music into the future. Though a couple of tracks have dated over time, see Jazz Police, Still, like almost all of Cohen's albums, this one contains some true masterpieces. The woozy shuffling title track, I'm Your Man, is a declaration of undying devotion featuring tongue-in-cheek lyric lines. The whole album has a streak of sly humor running through it, hinted at by the album cover photograph of Cohen in shades posing with a banana peel. Everybody Knows this is a droll and cynical farewell to the sexual revolution in light of the dangers of AIDS. With uh, the lyric... Quote, there's going to be a meter on your bed that will disclose what everybody knows. The easygoing steel guitar groove of I Can't Forget elevates Cohen's stunning lyrics. The summer's almost gone. The winter's tuning up. And Jennifer Warren's velvety smooth do-dum-dum backing chorus is a charming highlight of the superb closer Tower of Song. All right. What do we think of Leonard Cohen? I'm your man.
2: Well, I love it, but I have a question for you.
0: Sure. Um.
2: The... Um... Everybody knows that's also like about AIDS because I thought ain't no cure for love was about AIDS. Is, Rob, it, is, it's is, the is 80s. everything about AIDS.
3: Everything's 80s. about AIDS. I mean, there's a lot. It's, it's specifically like the third verse in Everybody Knows. He says like Everybody knows the plague is coming. Yeah, like that's that's the AIDS verse. No, oh, I didn't know if that. that yeah. was the. I thought, I thought it
2: was just a different
3: plague. I it's mean,
4: a, he deals with the serious shit, right?
3: Well, we're, we're in the middle of our own plague, so it's it's understandable to be not associating the word plague with AIDS.
0: It's a very cynical song. I it's, mean, it's, it's the, a very
2: cynical album.
0: Yes. Yes.
5: My first exposure to uh, Leonard Cohen was the movie Pump Up the Volume. There you I was go. a little baby yeah. dude. Me too, dude. anybody too. else? Right? Yes. I figured. Yes. Yes. yes, all of us.
4: Not me. No. When was yours? <laughs> I don't know. High school.
5: <laughs> well, see, I mean, right after that, it was it was uh, uh, Natural Born Killers. Oh. Um, there was a couple of Leonard Cohen tracks on there. So, I got a copy of the Future, mm-hmm. and then after that, I got a Best of, and that had a lot of tracks off of this. And I remember being confused with the production because I, I listened to this like in the early 90s and I was like, this is soup the production's super 80s. And there's like the, the lady mm-hmm. and I remember thinking it sounded like cheesy. And I was like, is this ironic?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. I'm still confused by the production, Kyle. The production of this album is my biggest hurdle. Uh, it's, I, it's wild.
2: Can I clue you in a little bit on the production? Yeah, Rob. Uh yeah, Jeff Fisher. Um, he is responsible for at least six of the tracks. He's the one that came up with the, uh, basically the arrangements for the. Um, He's uh, on keys, uh, yeah, right? Fr- yeah, First, we taking yeah. Manhattan. Um, but he is best known for his work on the uh, Nickelodeon television series "Are You Afraid of the Dark," <laughs> oh my where he God. Did, he did all the he was the uh, the composer for well, so- for that show.
4: And I had I had read that, like, Cohen was, like, kind of hesitant about this direction in some ways, but it, it does kind of bring him into the contemporary stuff that's going on, right? And so there's a cinematic sort of sweep to some of this arrangement mm-hmm. that maybe sounds dated based on kind of the way synthesizers are used and the way they've progressed, right? But... He felt like it would work because of that guy, because of Fisher, yeah. right? Yeah, I know.
2: I mean, the fucking first track is a straight-up
5: banger. Like, yeah, that is yeah a- absolutely. No, I'm not saying it. I'm not trying I, to say this is dumb and it sounds dated. I'm
2: just no, saying, like, I mean,
3: that's a I, fair I, I thing am. to talk about. Birch,
2: can you <laughs> yeah. can you isolate that clip where you said this is dumb and sounds dated?
3: I'll, I'll say it again.
0: <laughs> I was. So I've been a a big Leonard Cohen fan. All my life Same, I, yeah. I just okay. love Leonard Cohen and this album took the longest once this transition happens it really takes you a long time and it almost is like a hypocritical thing to say you like this album because of of how the backing track sounds right it, it's Leonard can for me can just do almost do no wrong right And so I think this is what a lot of people felt about Tom Waits. When he transitioned from the singer songwriter, you have to do something new and unique. This album became that. And I think the sparseness works so well with his voice. And it took me a long time to realize that it's not just him with an acoustic guitar and him plucking those strings that he usually does flamenco Mm -hmm. style It has this sparseness, and I think it works to his advantage to be dry, to be almost isolating, cold, because he's talking about these things. And everybody knows, first we take Manhattan, you know, Tower of Song, and it has a a do-up vibe. It, It translates to me, and I understand your hesitation, Ben. I will tell you, though everything except maybe the jazz police <laughs> well y- you can get there because it it does i do feel like it has a lot of merit
3: there's enough in it you know, that I, I, works. I like a, yeah. i like so many songs on this album but the songs on this album that i like i like them in spite of their production they're yeah. just they're such good songs that mm-hmm. they transcend what i still think sounds silly and dated
5: hmm. well it's so- jarring yeah it's a jarring
3: production like especially the first two tracks, like uh, like first we take Manhattan and Ain't No Cure for Love. Something about the arrangements, the synthesizers, the 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 way everything's recorded, and especially like Leonard Cohen has had female backup vocals on like all of his albums, but mm-hmm. for some reason the ones the backup vocals on First We Take Manhattan and Ain't No Cure for Love they just sound like they could only exist in 1988. Whereas his older stuff it sounds almost timeless.
4: Yeah, I don't know. Like, And I did, the first time I heard this, I think it was because you were playing it and it was very wild compared to the Leonard Cohen that I was familiar (laughs) with, right? Sure, And so it's interesting for me to revisit it because I totally hear that and I don't think you're wrong, but there's also this kind of interesting persona going on with him in this album, I think. It's like he's this sort of sexy, 80s satan guy right yeah and so oh, yeah, there's some yeah. there's this thread of it that feels very the dated part fits with that to me almost it's like this big shouldered like satan per- persona that yeah, yeah that works for me mm-hmm. in that context like it's it's definitely a little bit more encapsulated than some of the other stuff but there's also this really interesting threading of tones and things from like his other work which I find really cool. And I know I read that he said that this was one where he felt vocally confident too. And I think that the way he, his vocals are great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And just, just so you know, this is where he got, you know, the deep vocals. He had had it before, but it comes even more out within this album. And I think to kind of relate it to what Anne was saying, it is that 80s production and it is that 80s production on purpose because it's like you have this beautiful pop singer sitting right next to Leonard Cohen who's having these, you know, dark thoughts and in, in projecting this, like, cynical poet. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like if... Um,
4: the contrast.
0: Yeah, the contrast between those mm-hmm. two things is always what I, I, I f- identify with and, and think more and more about. Um, it's kind of like a the French... Uh, uh, singer, uh, Dude, search Gainsbourg Yeah, yeah. So S- it, I, I can just imagine like Gainsburg, like doing these things, right? You have this beautiful. He he did the a uh, similar thing where he had this sort of. He'll have pop melodies, but he's just spoken word, you know, smoky air, <laughs> uh, sort swirling of swirling
4: the brandy, uh, swirling <laughs> the
0: brandy, you know, having cigarettes at the same time, and it, it, cr- it C- it's, it's a complete dichotomy. Uh when you're listening to it because you're like, wait, w- your brain almost breaks in a certain way sure. to say, wait, this doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. why does why is these two things together? And it takes me took me so long to get over that sort of hill to accept it. If you it. want a lover,
1: I'll do anything you ask me to. And if you want another kind of love. I'll wear a mask for you If you want a partner Take my hand Or if you want to Strike me down in anger Here I stand I'm your man
5: What confused me too Like I said, I got into Leonard Cohen um uh, You know, in high school In my early high school years, and then my parents got into them, and I was like, wait a minute, if my How parents are, into they? This, <laughs> are this, can't really be cool, can it? <laughs> like, they'd be playing it. I was driving around, and I was like, wait, oh, no.
3: Did I, <laughs> did I get into old people music? Oh, <laughs> uh, Bert, you, you and Anne were, were talking about interesting juxtapositions uh, on, of sounds on this album, and the interesting juxtaposition of sounds I like and everybody knows is synth bass with bazooki. Mm-hmm.
5: mm-hmm.
3: You love that bazooki. I do, I do. I th-
4: Bazookis are cool.
3: I think that that's, like, it's everything else, like, we're listening to Everybody Knows right now, and it's such a cool track, and I cannot disassociate it with Pump Up the Volume, which is fine yeah. with me, because I love that movie, too. But, yeah, just, like, everything else is, like, cold and synthetic, and then there's, like, this, just like, bazooki twiddling around in the background and it kind of it, it kind of makes it for me like, okay. it, it, like well that absolutely and, like, you know yeah. of course just Leonard Cohen's presence also makes it for me
1: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Birch going back to what you were talking about uh, Christgab actually brought it up Cohen is in the grizzled folk rock uh, parvenu we take him for he is in the uh, he works a far older and more honorable tradition that of the French chancier? chanson C- chanson yeah uh, so yeah just it's the poet like. Mm-hmm singing scatting over whatever the fuck like <laughs> is there like he's that good it doesn't fucking matter yep. yeah Um. and so yeah th- this this bleed th- this is this is him doing that but even more so it's coming off of like some real not so great like received records du- like mm-hmm, just complete mm-hmm. like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life I'm 50 fucking 3 mm-hmm. I was gonna go to the monastery but I don't have any faith whatsoever like you know he's going through some shit yeah and so yeah like uh like specifically um the song i can't forget he uh like a hemingway's solution to like a creative block was all you have to do is write one true sentence and the sounds like
4: some shit he would say and the one true (laughs)
2: sentence he wrote which kind of like opened the floodgates was i stumbled out of bed i get ready for the struggle i smoked a cigarette and I tightened up my gut. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful middle age. Yeah, anthem. right?
2: And, that, is. and that, was, that was like, that was the thing. That's the
5: struggle. That's the oh, it's so mm-hmm. fucking good, man. Well, and he's
4: yeah. wonderful in general. Like, I feel like it was easier for me to listen to this having seen him live, too, because
5: nice humble bragging
4: no shut up (laughs) it's not a humble brag no it's a a regular brag it's a regular brag i'm proud that birch's brother convinced us to go and it was the fucking best thing i've ever seen but understanding him in the context of like other players is something that i think didn't my initial experiences with him were all just sort of about his voice and like the gentle guitar stuff right so it's like integrating that into other stuff can be kind of weird and awkward. Yeah. But then it can also be really beautiful. So, And he was also, like he continuously was revising stuff his whole career. He was a yeah. big revisionist guy, right? So like some of the things about, like there are a lot of songs on this album that are concert hit, like that he plays live a lot, mm-hmm. or he, he did. And so there's some of that element too, where it's like the bones were there and he kept building on it.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so he has a bit of the uh what would you say in Tower of Song, he is you know, it's easy to translate that song into a live performance with live players, right? Mm-hmm. It's it just happens to be that this is a unique experience and I think that's why it's in this book is that it's a unique Leonard Cohen. We could have gone to various positions which was his you know previous album that had dance to the end of the line and hallelujah yeah you know yeah. like you can you can basically pick your poison with leonard cohen like which album you want to dive into but i think this this was also his best selling yeah, oh, yeah and it translated really yeah okay it translated it, makes sense. Uh, <laughs> it does. It just into the me. 80s atmosphere right mm-hmm. the, it's 1988 here he is he has a it has this production, and that's why it's doing so well, Ben. So, yeah. you know, even though we're coming from it at a position thinking, oh, what a weird production. Jazz Police is crazy. Uh, you <laughs> know, people cocained up in the 80s were like, Winter Cohen is awesome. Listen to this
4: <laughs>
0: crazy. Have you guys heard of the jazz? Have you guys police? <laughs> heard of jazz police? the
5: jazz police? They come to me and my seat. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, Thank you. Uh,
0: Let's talk about Jazz Police real quick. I, oh, are, are we you there already? think it's already? going to be quick? Uh, it is definitely the song that every time I listen to this album, I'm like, I don't know about, I don't know if I can ever get behind Oh, I think it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> really, I think it's a barrel of monkeys. It's kind of amazing. Uh, I did read, though. I had I never realized what it was about. In 2010 Cohen biography, uh, Anthony Reynolds claims that the unorthodox Jazz Police was Cohen's response to his band's efforts to... Introduce augmented fifths and sevens to their playing. He, <laughs> oh he, he quote-unquote policed oh, love it. such jazz intrusions, <laughs> although he wasn't sure of the lyrical meaning and grew to dislike the con- Even conceit. he hates
4: jazz police, that's such, right? a, that's such a
0: Lou Reed thing to do. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hilarious.
5: Get that out of here. <laughs> it's so curmudgeonly. I love it. Man,
2: the... Um, uh, I, I I read a Pitchfork-like uh, review of the record uh, by Dorian Linsky, and uh, he, and I quote, says, A friend of mine calls any near masterpiece flawed by one outright howler a case of the jazz police.
4: <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. I like that. And it's hard to disagree
2: even if you accept Cohen's intention to make, quote, something wild and irresponsible, unquote, inspired by hip-hop and the theme uh, of... Pinocchio esque uh, super agency (laughs) that uh, secretly controls the world. Uh, Frenzied abandon isn't one of Cohen's natural modes, especially when it's expressed through the medium of slap bass and stumbling drum machines. The joke
5: fails to land. Oh,
4: see,
2: I like that. Did you say
5: Pinocchio esque? Uh,
2: Yeah, Pinocchio esque? Pincho.
4: Pin- 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 oh, Pino- Pinchon,
3: like Thomas Pynchon. Oh, yeah, my oh,
4: bad. Pinchon esque Pinchon
3: esque
4: I mean, gotcha. that's not that far from Pinocchio-esque, honestly. <laughs> no. If we think Fair enough, of it, yeah. That's no, when no, you want to like, be a I real boy. Actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my main takeaway from jazz police was the line, the line that stuck out when I first heard it was the jazz police are talking to my niece and, <laughs> and I immediately went to the get the police. fuck away from my niece. <laughs> well, I, I immediately, my mind went to uh, dead Kennedy's California Uber Alice yeah. where mm-hmm. the, the suede denim secret police are coming, coming for, for your niece. Your
1: your and I'm like, what?
3: Yeah. For your uncool niece. I'm like, what is up with made up police forces being interested in people's nieces? It's it a rhyme. It was a trend at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy rhyme, wow. but a weird one. Yeah, I guess police wow. and niece. I but guess
4: that's, a, it, it's nice, just that's a nice connection between <laughs> Dead Kennedys and Leonard Cohen. Yes. Thank you.
1: Here, I, I uh, love me as a loser. But now you're worried that I just might win You know the way to stop me But you don't have the discipline How many nights I prayed for this To let my work begin First, we take Manhattan
0: You know, this did very well. CBS Records awarded Cohen with the Crystal Globe Award reserved for artists who have sold more than five million albums overseas, to which Cohen famously quipped, quote, I have always been touched by the modesty of their interest in my work.
5: (laughs) It's fucking amazing.
4: (laughs) What a hilarious beautiful thing to say. Oh, I
5: miss Leonard um, Cohen. Birch,
3: at, at the top of the episode Birch when you're doing your uh your your uh, the, reading off the write up, you mentioned the album cover and about how he was posing with a banana peel, but it's actually he's not posing. It's a, it's a candid photograph. Uh he was on the the set for the music video for Jennifer Warren's cover of First We Take Manhattan, which actually came out first mm-hmm. uh-huh. she recorded she recorded it first and he was watching he was there he's got a bit part in the music video and but he was just there and it's like sunglasses and his pinstripe suit just standing there watch watching them film and he was eating a banana and the photographer on set caught a picture of him and showed it to him and he really was just, he, he he was drawn to the picture it's just like it's because like when you think you're when you think that you are just a real sharp motherfucker, there's, like. A real cool looking dude but other people all they see is this guy eating a banana <laughs> and, and so that's why he wanted that to be the album cover and then he also used that image for the tour posters for this tour yeah, yeah.
4: it's a There's fitting middle aged anthem yeah. right yeah
3: oh yeah yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that uh, well.
4: it's, it's
2: beautiful that, first that,
3: we eat a banana <laughs> <laughs> then we play the show
2: that pitchfork review Ben said that like on um, like he's looking better than ever on the cover he's got The sunglasses, uh impeccable pinstripe suit, except he's eating a banana, which is the slapstick fruit. Um Cohen thought it summed up everything the album was saying Mm -hmm. about himself and the human condition, saying, quote, just when you think you've got it all worked out, life hands you a banana. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's it works it works so
4: well. There's always funny in the banana
5: stand, guys. Always funny in the always
3: funny. Yeah,
5: love it. This. And
4: it's it's good to see. I feel like this also it's like him being humorous and having a sense of humor and like the cynicism is obviously heavily still there. But it's it's different than that older stuff. Not just with the production and the synthy stuff, but also just the content has
2: Yeah, well, it's it's got a bit more humor, it's, a bit
4: more room mm-hmm. for understanding the human condition It's gone way. beyond cynicism. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's yeah. it's no yeah.
2: longer even there. Um or or pessimism, um, which I guess so. Yeah, I guess it has it's it's blossomed into cynicism. Uh, <laughs> where a pessimist is somebody who is waiting for rain. Uh, Cohen said that he's already wet.
4: Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. S- standing there laughing because you're already wet. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've been there.
3: Yeah. I, uh,
0: Kyle, I miss him too. Yeah, take this waltz. I mean, Aww. man, we're listening to that. Uh, I did find it interesting too. He said he, he worked really hard on the lyrics for "I'm Your Man." It just took him months and months to, to to write to lock yeah, that respect down. that. Yeah, yeah, and I believe it. I mean, there's a lot of you know, wonderful succinct lines that he can just you know do one or two lines and it tells an entire story. Um, it's all, always something I, He's I got really an economy identify. of words. Yeah, yeah.
5: I
2: slowly. had to. Um... I had to learn three Leonard Cohen songs over the course of four days before a show uh, oh. for a Leonard Cohen tribute that the uh, Commonwealth of Kentucky. And one of them was I'm Your Man. The other one was Tower Song. And the other one was Dance Me to the End of Love. Uh, the wow. version of I'm Your Man that I was sent was a live version, which is in a different key. I didn't get to play, <laughs> play with anybody beforehand. So when I got to like uh, the setup like time, they are like... Oh yeah, that's the wrong key. Oh
4: uh, hey, actually,
2: <laughs> but Christ. because of the magic of synthesizers, I was able I was to gonna just say. tune down to the correct key, <laughs> and then you I can just turn just a play. dial. Yep. Then I could play <laughs> yeah. it regular. Mm. So, uh, thank you. Technology
4: wins again. Thank you, Jazz Police.
2: L- Leonard Cohen's <laughs> yeah, guitar players works. would call
3: that a capo. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah,
2: so, I would just call it tuning the MIDI notes
4: down. <laughs> So are we all in the positive with Sexy Satan? Do we have anything else to say about it? I
5: am. I mean, Jazz Police is in
2: our ears right now.
5: I still like it. I mean,
0: <laughs> the, I'm going to bump it. I'm going to bump it. If
4: this is then this is fine. Oh, <laughs> like, if this I'm is his rap track.
0: I'm sorry. I, I misspoke. So take this waltz, which is a version of a Lorca 1930 poem, Little Vietnamese Waltz. He, he's said to have spent 150 hours... In a nervous breakdown, trying to translate uh, the poet into uh, into creating this song. That's uh, the longest nervous breakdown right, I've ever point heard next. of. Never oh, had a God.
4: translation nervous breakdown, and I wow. don't know if I could handle that.
0: But I think you know when you respect something so much, I think he he was just yeah. trying to make it as as yeah. perfect as possible. To uh, you got to respect that. To I mean, that, Lurka you
4: know? is amazing. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows was like my theme song for high school. essentially. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's fucking, I mean, it sums up everything in life, right? Like everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows like it's bullshit. Yeah. Did pump up the volume, everything that we're doing. Uh, Samantha init- Mathis. It did initially. Yeah. Uh, I
4: didn't see pump up the volume till you showed it to me.
5: Yeah. In college. Wow. Yeah. I great saw that, that with soundtrack. my parents
0: when and I was a little baby dude. Ooh, there's boobs in that one. I know.
4: He told me there would be boobs in it. That was part of the cell. It was yeah. great.
0: <laughs> uh, really good soundtrack, though. I mean, uh, Rollins and Bad Bra- or uh, Rollins and is it Bad Brains? Yeah, do uh, kick out the jams. Mm-hmm.
5: You know, okay. The soundtrack, if you want to bring it up, doesn't actually have the Leonard Cohen song. It, has it does not Concrete Blonde yes, covering it. it. Does.
0: It's still a great soundtrack. I've got that soundtrack. Yeah,
5: absolutely. I have it on cassette.
0: Yep. Uh, Titanium Exposé by Sonic Youth, I believe.
5: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Fucking, yeah, it is a great one. Uh, in the slow version of Pixie's Song of Mutilation, Um, the B-side. Wave of Mutilation, yeah. Wave of Mutilation, yeah. yeah. Uh, 1977, while working on the Death of a Ladies Man album, producer Phil Spector puts a gun to Cohen's neck and tells him that he loves him. I... I hope you do, Phil," replies Cohen with <laughs> Carrigan, characteristic like?
1: dryness. Dry no,
4: fuck me, no, thank you. Oh my god!
0: Remember when, like,
5: that dude pointing a gun at people was funny until it wasn't?
4: No, I, I feel like
5: <sighs> no before no. he actually shot somebody, it was funny. Like when he dragged the Ramones into the studio at gunpoint. <laughs>
3: well, that I don't think him funny at all. holding holding Dee, Dee at gunpoint is funny either.
5: It's pretty funny. Uh, have you seen dd Dee Dee?
0: <laughs>
3: okay okay
5: <laughs> making him play with a string orchestra come on that's funny all
3: right
0: how do we all feel love it.
5: you know me
3: i'm on i'm on the positive, I'm on the positive. Yeah, it, man. okay blast I'm on the positive. it in blast it of, in spite of what i still think is pretty cheesy production you guys made a really good argument for 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 it and i'm i'm on board yeah
4: awesome you can always skip jazz police if it's not your thing <laughs> yeah
5: or pick up a live record if you want to hear more contemporary yeah. arrangements. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: true. There's I would, plenty. I would uh, mm-hmm. highly recommend, yeah, listening to some live versions because it's it's going to have a, a different feel. It has a different flavor. I mean, it's, Absolutely. it's all good. It just has a, a different element. Mm-hmm. I did want to mention press conference 2013. Cohen was asked by an earnest journalist what he thought about the state of the world. He paused and smiled and said, everybody knows. <laughs> ah. Ah. <Sing>. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right, uh, Leonard Cohen, I'm gonna miss you. Uh, I don't. We don't have any more. No
4: more. This uh, is it. so.
0: I'm disappointed. Um, I would highly, highly recommend um, the, the future, future? Mm-hmm. which is the, the 1992 album. And Absolutely. I cannot believe oh, that we so are not good. getting. It has waiting for a miracle, and it has the future, which is uh-huh. again. Anthems for me. Awesome. we yeah. put
2: that on the Patreon lottery.
0: Well, I, I would love We're that. drinking
5: and we're dancing, and the punch is spiked with acid. Yeah. yeah. Give stuff me crack that. and anal sex.
0: Yeah. Take the only tree that's left. <laughs> that's left. And yeah. stuff it up the hole in your culture. In your culture. <laughs> that's fucking. That's
4: awesome. always the good the to future, hear. Baby <laughs>
5: murder. I'm yeah. glad you're a future, bro. All right. Future yeah. people. <laughs>
0: Alright, next time we'll be talking about the Water Boys. Fisherman Blues.
1: Alright, thanks y'all. This walls, this walls, this walls, this walls, with its very own breath of brandy and death dragging its tail in the sea. There's a concert hall in Vienna where your mouth Take this waltz, take this waltz, take this walls, it's been dying for years.